Today's New Testament reading is the first epistle to Timothy, the fifth chapter. Do not rebuke an older man, but encourage him as you would a father, younger men as brothers, older women as mothers, younger women as sisters, in all purity. Honor widows who are truly widows. But if a widow has children or grandchildren, let them first learn to show godliness to their own household, and to make some return to their parents, for this is pleasing in the sight of God. She who is truly a widow, left all alone, has set her hope on God, and continues in supplications and prayers night and day. But she who is self-indulgent is dead even while she lives. Command these things as well, so that they may be without reproach. But if anyone does not provide for his relatives, and especially for members of his household, he has denied the faith, and is worse than an unbeliever. Let a widow be enrolled if she is not less than sixty years of age, having been the wife of one husband, and having a reputation for good works, if she has brought up children, has shown hospitality, has washed the feet of the saints, has cared for the afflicted, and has devoted herself to every good work. But refuse to enroll younger widows, for when their passions draw them away from Christ, they desire to marry and so incur condemnation for having abandoned their former faith. Besides that, they learn to be idlers, going about from house to house, and not only idlers, but also gossips and busybodies, saying what they should not. So I would have younger widows marry, bear children, manage their households, and give the adversary no occasion for slander. For some have already strayed after Satan. If any believing woman has relatives who are widows, let her care for them. Let the church not be burdened so that it may care for those who are truly widows. This is the word of the Lord. For today's meditation on God's word, we welcome Pastor Adam Kuntz. How do you decide what to do with your life? What or who tells you how to live? Lots of people listen to their peers at school or at work and follow what they're told and shown there. Many people are told to be rebels and pursue a rebellious lifestyle like many other hundreds of thousands of rebels in our society. Still others gain their sense of themselves from a mix of Netflix shows, social media, and memes that they've seen about people who don't vote the way they do. No matter how serious or how trivial, how glitzy or how pedestrian, people base their lives and their roles and their day-to-day activities on almost everything except God's Word. So if you are a Christian and God's Word is speaking, listen. The church gets its marching orders from no one other than her Lord. The bride heeds the bridegroom's voice. And through his apostle Paul, the bridegroom Christ is teaching us in 1 Timothy 5 that the church is a place where people behave not according to their own passions 
or the fancies of current fetishes of gender equality or non-binary gender spectrums. In the church, people are as they were made to be. Older men are treated as fathers. Older women are treated as mothers. The older women teach the younger women, and in the relative quiet of the final years of life, can devote themselves to prayer for the sake of the whole church. Younger women marry and raise children and follow the good works of the older women, showing hospitality, washing the feet of the saints, caring for the afflicted. Heads of households work hard to provide for their households. Each does what he was made to do, based on his being a man or woman, old or young, in a busy season of life or in a quiet season of life. We, the church, live this way, and we, the church, are this way, because we know creation and how we were created, each of us, are gifts of God not straitjackets or chains or oppressive structures of God. We know that male and female, husband and wife, elder and junior, teacher and learner, ruler and ruled, minister and church, are all structures for life's flourishing given us by our gracious God. His creation and His created orders of life are gifts. His salvation through Jesus Christ's blood, death, and resurrection on the third day are gifts. And through that salvation, we see again and afresh what a gift life in all its created order and created diversity is. How wonderful it is for mothers to be mothers, for older folks to mentor younger folks, for men to provide for their families. What glory in this life! What wonders in the life of the world to come! What a wonderful Maker and Savior we have through Jesus Christ in the power of the Spirit to the glory of the Father. Amen.